Hey everyone, how are we feeling? How are we doing? How's your week been? I hope it's been good. I hope you're feeling alright. Um, my week's been my week's been quite tiring. I've had a hard week with my chronic fatigue. It's been a bit up and down, a bit on a roller coaster. I've had a lot of work to do and my brain's just not been doing it. I've been really tired. So it's been a mixed week, but I'm feeling pretty good today. I've done a lot today, so I'm not looking forward to tomorrow. I think tomorrow's going to be a hard day. But today I've cleaned my bathroom, I've tidied my bedroom, I've done a criminology write-up, I've done some English work. I'm now doing my podcast and then um, I'm going to do a bit more, I'm going to do some film studies work after this and then I'm watching I'm a Celebrity because that starts today, very exciting and um, I've got Strictly results as well. So there is a lot gone on today, you know, uh, even like, even when I say that I've got like TV shows to watch, it's still quite, it's still tiring to do that because they're not things I know off by heart when I'm tired I try to avoid watching things that I don't know like like I'm a celebrity and strictly results I don't know what's going to happen you've actually got to focus on it and everything strictly not so much but I'm a celebrity it's the first episode you know I've got to you know what's going on and everything and it's exciting but it's also kind of tiring so even that's not simple stuff um but yeah, so I'm just going to kind of rela- relax, hopefully, um, this evening. Hopefully hopefully tonight I can chill out and make sure I don't crash tomorrow because I kind of need to be in school tomorrow. Um, anyway, yeah. So that's kind of how my week's been, how I'm doing. Um, but yeah, today's episode's going to be all about mental health, mental health with chronic illness, mental health with chronic fatigue syndrome, that sort of thing. And so I just kind of want to put a warning here that I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to talk about. I'm just kind of going to be doing a chatty um, episode and I'm going to go with the flow and talk as I go. Um, so I have a sort of plan, but not exactly. So I'm not sure what mental health exactly I'm going to talk about. So I wanted to give a quick warning here if this is a podcast episode that you think could trigger you or just not be good for your mental health or anything like that, then feel free not to listen. I won't be offended. If you need to switch off at any point, just go for it. Um, I just wanted to quickly let you guys know that's what's going to be going on. So, you know, listen if you feel like it, but if not, I'm not offended. Don't worry. Um, so yeah, that's what we just chat. We're going to just chat about this today, and I hope you guys enjoy. And I hope that what we talk about is helpful here. Okay, so welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Tired Society. If you've never heard my voice before, then hi, I'm Millie. Here I post every Wednesday with a brand new podcast episode and I just chat about life of chronic illness, specifically chronic fatigue syndrome, as that's the chronic illness I have. However, I cover a wide, wide range of topics. Um, so, you know, feel free to listen along if you don't have chronic fatigue syndrome, if you have a different chronic illness, whatever it is. And I just like to bring awareness for my chronic illness and other chronic illnesses and just kind of bring support as well. Because there is nowhere near enough, um, no, there's not enough known and enough talked about in the media about chronic illnesses and everything. And I just kind of like to be able to do my little part in my corner of the internet, that sort of thing. So that's kind of why I'm here. If you don't know what chronic fatigue syndrome is, it's a chronic illness which results in extreme long-lasting fatigue and tiredness. Along with many, many other symptoms such as brain fog, um, light and sound sensitivity, muscle and joint pain. Um, uh, my brain's gone... F- my brain's just completely blanked. Um, did I say brain fog? Brain fog already. Um, 
and you know all sorts of different things migraines sore throats but when I say sore throats it's not just a sore throat it's pain um so yeah all sorts of things really there's so much and it ranges from person to person some people experiences are a lot more severe than others some are bed bound some are house bound all sorts of different things so it is you know completely ranges and symptoms can range every day basically it's a horrible thing um and that's kind of what I like to bring awareness for and support for so I hope you guys enjoy. I'm going to get right on with the podcast episode. Once again, talking about mental health, if that could be triggering at all, feel free not to listen. Feel free to switch off at any point because your mental health is way more important than finishing this episode, okay? Um, so yeah, I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to talk about. As I've said, just general mental health warning. It, it could trigger you if it does, you know, go relax, do something that can help you, you know? Um, I don't want to try and trigger anyone, but I don't think it will be triggering. I just want to, you know, put it out there in case it is at all. Right, okay, so I like to say that um, chronic illness and obviously my experiences with chronic fatigue. So chronic fatigue is like lockdown that never ends. For healthy people, lockdown was horrible. It was not being able to go out. It wasn't seeing your friends. It wasn't working. It wasn't going to school. It was like completely everything that was social in their life previously was shut down and lots and lots of people realized how hard that could be on mental health not going out not seeing friends and everything like that and they said lockdown was such a hard time and so many people stepped up and they were like hey lockdown's been really hard on mental health I'm here to help lots of people were like message me if you ever need anything you know that sort of thing everyone was so supportive and kind towards mental health because everyone was struggling and everyone was realizing how hard it was and I feel like Everyone was so excited when lockdown ended and everything. But, I mean, for me personally, and I'm sure many other people with chronic illnesses and chronic fatigue syndrome, everyone was kind of like, we were kind of just like, you're going back to normal and we're still staying here. Our life is still remaining in this form of lockdown. And it's not ending, you know, it never ends for us. We're still in this. You know, I still, I can go to school and I can meet friends, but I can't do it all the time. And like I said, this week I've been really in and out of school. And recently I have in general... And, you know, I can't go and meet friends every weekend. I can't meet up after school and I can't do all this stuff because it is so, so exhausting. And um, it's just so hard. And so it is like lockdown never ends for us. We are constantly locked away from people. We are constantly locked away from all these things we want to do. And it can be really hard. And that is something that affects our mental health so much. And before before I got ill with um, chronic fatigue syndrome, I had never experienced any problems with my mental health really I mean you know I was I was terrified to talk to people um like teachers and in class and everything like I couldn't raise my hand um and teachers absolutely terrified me but I'd never really experienced anything that was really bad like that was only just shy that was really just extreme shyness wasn't it it wasn't anything really that bad um and for quite a while with my current fatigue I, I wasn't like suffering or anything and the thing is, I was such a happy kid, and not that I'm not happy now, but I was such a happy, bouncy kid, and I have this, I have such a distinct memory of this one time in lunch when I was um, in year seven, so I was like about like 11 or 12, and my friend came over to me, and she was really upset, and um, she did struggle with her mental health quite a bit, and she was really upset, and I... As a little, young, 11 or 12 year old who thought everything was just sunshine and rainbows, I was like literally, I literally just said to her, you know, just smile, smile it will make you feel better because that is what I truly believed, I truly believed and at that time in my life nothing couldn't be solved with a smile, 
like nothing could be solved i would just smile and i'd be happy or i would i have this video that's probably still in my youtube saved but i had this video in my youtube saved that was this little bunny walking through a field like it was on a leash and it was bouncing along and it had really cute happy music on and if i was upset at all i would put that video on and it would just make me smile and make me happy and nothing could go wrong with it like i was just like that kind of kid that everything could be solved just with a smile or a little bit of happiness um and now I kind of realize that not all my problems can be solved with that you know that everything is a bit harder um and you know I have struggled with my mental health and I have struggled with all these different things and it is because you know all this different stuff that we're restricted from and we can't do and it's having to put a lot of pressure on ourselves as well I mean I was 12 when I got ill was I 12 yeah I was 12 I was in year 8 so I was 12 um and I suddenly had to grow up quite a bit, you know, I suddenly I had, I was ill, I wasn't able to do all these things, I had to take more responsibility for my health and everything, and so it was really quite hard, um, and normally when you're struggling with your mental health, lots of people will say, you know, go out, get some exercise, see your friends, socialise, and the reality is for lots of us with chronic illness, that's not an option, that's not a thing we can just go do, and you know, this weekend I was having a bit of a hard time, I was feeling a bit rubbish yesterday, and I was just like, I need to get out, and luckily, like, I'm so grateful, and, um, I recently got my moped license, so I could drive my moped into town, so I drove in, parked it, and went and got a hot chocolate, and then I came home, um, it was exhausting, it was, um, but I was very glad that I could do that, because it's something that I could just instantly do in the moment that made me feel a bit better, but um, the truth is, that's not always an option, you know, I sometimes, you know, I can't do anything, I didn't get out of bed today until, I believe it was almost like 2pm and I hadn't got out of bed, because I was just so tired, I just couldn't do it, um, and you know, I couldn't go and see friends, I couldn't go and meet up or anything, and it's just exhausting, isn't it? And, you know, weekends, weekends, I've said this so many times on my podcast before, weekends, I don't socialise, you know, people ask me, hey, what are you doing this weekend? And I'm like, oh, not much, I've just got a lot of homework to catch up on. The truth is, I'm exhausted, and I don't have enough energy to socialise, and I'm gonna go home, and I'm gonna sleep, and I'm gonna sit in the dark my whole weekend, just so I can rest and recover, so I can actually be in school on Monday. And I don't think healthy people realise the truth of that, that when I say that I'm going home and I'm going to literally rest because I can't manage Monday without it, it's the truth. If, you know, weekends didn't exist, oh my god, my body, I would, oh, school, I would be failing even more than I am right now. And it's just, it's exhausting. Those two days off a weekend are my, like, l like my, they're my um lifesaver sort of thing. I just kind of grasp onto them and I make it to the weekend barely every week and I rest and I try and recover my body so that I can get into the next week and it's so exhausting because all these people go and do things like I saw um two people in my school that I kind of know um I saw they went to London this weekend and I'm like I couldn't go do that if I went to London right now I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to be in school probably for another week at least like it is so tiring and so exhausting and I just don't think people who don't experience this realize how hard it can be and that's the same for mental health isn't it because when I was that little year when I was that little 11 or 12 year old who told my friend just smile when she was really upset because I thought it could help because it fixes me fixed it fixed me at the time 
you know, I hadn't experienced mental health, I hadn't experienced any problems like that, and so to me that was fixing it, but I didn't understand that wouldn't fix it for her. And it was just like, now I see that moment, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, like, how, like, what a ridiculous thing to say, but at the time, I genuinely thought that would do, just solve everything, really, I did. But honestly, with chronic illnesses, you know, there is such a poor quality of life for so many people. I think I saw, don't quote me on this because I'm not 100% sure, but I'm sure I saw somewhere that someone said people with severe, like really severe chronic fatigue syndrome have the same quality of life as, I can't remember what illness it was, but someone with an illness who's about to die. I can't remember what illness it was, but it was someone, but someone said that the people with severe, severe chronic fatigue syndrome have the same quality of life as someone who is about to die from whatever illness it was. Like that is absolutely horrible and it's horrific that that is a reality for so, so many people and yet it still goes unnoticed and yet people still don't realise how severe this is and how much people need help and how much that doctors need to pay more attention, there needs to be more funding, there needs to be more media coverage, there needs to be so much more put towards this and I don't think people realise that and that just adds to mental health struggles within chronic illness communities, doesn't it? Because, you know, we're, you know, shut off from the world, we're misunderstood, people don't listen to us, we're, um, people, we don't know people who suffer as well, you know, we're not believed, we're not understood, there's pressure from a young age to, you know, suddenly look after things that you never should be doing at that age, you know, I, I was 12 and I was suddenly having to, you know, look after my health in such a serious way and that's something that I shouldn't have to do at 12, I shouldn't have to worry about that. And, you know, these people were bed-bound and house-bound and everything. And it's absolutely ridiculous that this is a reality for so many people. And it and people don't listen. And it is so frustrating. And the impact that will have on your mental health. Like, genuinely, can healthy people, can doctors, can government people, can whoever needs to do this funding, needs to do the research, needs to do the media coverage, can people not see how much of an impact this will have? I swear I saw somewhere, this might have been an old report now, but um, I saw somewhere that, like, over... this. I think this was, like, a 2011 report, so it was an old one. But um, it was, like, 400 people this year committed suicide when having a chronic illness. Like, how serious does it need to get before people listen to us, before people realise that it is so serious? And that was, like, an old report, so I don't know what the number would be now. But it's absolutely impossible. Like, we are misunderstood. We are not heard. We are shut off from the world. And mental health gets so, so bad. And quality of life. Like, people... Like, it is just absolutely disgusting that no one listens to us. That people don't think to themselves, like, oh, hey, this is serious. We need to do something. Like, I... I like, oh, my God. It is so frustrating. And I don't understand how it can't happen. Because... Right, I use this exa- I've used this example multiple times and I feel bad every time I use it because, right, the example is cancer. Cancer is such a serious thing and I, um, my aunt died of it and it's absolutely heartbreaking. It takes so many people. But at the same time, it's because people are dying that the people are noticing it. It's because, you know, all these people die and it's such a serious thing and don't get me wrong, it is so serious and it needs to be taken seriously and it needs all the research it's getting. It does, it does, it does. But I think because, mo- like, because, like, at least chronic fatigue syndrome, it doesn't kill 
many, many people. Like, you know, the numbers aren't the same as cancer, is it? And so people don't think of it as a major problem because, you know, people aren't just, like, dropping like flies, are they? Um, and it's it's ridiculous that it would have to get to that point for people to actually listen. Um, I, I don't know if I'm making 100% sense. I think I am, but I'm not really sure. I might be saying it in the wrong way. But it's just, I think people don't take it as seriously because people aren't dropping, you know, the number... Yeah, can I say this properly? My brain's just completely not working. But it is so serious. And I just don't think people will take it seriously enough. I don't think people realise how important it is that this needs to have more media coverage, that doctors need to listen to us. Because so many people, by doctors even, are turned away and told they're healthy, they're fine. Think about what that can do to mental health. You're basically being told you're absolutely fine when you know you're not. But a professional doctor who is trained in this med in like the medical field is saying you're fine. And you're like, no, this is wrong. And that can go on for so many years. People just don't get diagnoses. And in like past in history and everything, people like, like, oh my God, the pictures I've seen of people with chronic fatigue syndrome in, the, in like history are horrific because they're just treated like they're crazy and like they're insane and stuff like that. And it's like, no, that's not fair. We, we've been told that we're just lazy and we've been told that we're just tired and all this different stuff and it's not true and it's not fair and it's absolutely ridiculous and it's absolutely no wonder that so many of us suffer with mental health problems like it is no wonder because we are treated like there's nothing wrong we are treated like we created this problem like we wanted to be ill and that's not the truth and it's not fair and it's absolutely ridiculous. And, you know, I I don't know how to go about doing anything about it. Because I made this account. I made my podcast. I made my TikTok. I made my Instagram. All this different stuff. Because I want to try and do my part. You know, I'm, I'm just... I'm, I'm 16. I'm just a random kid on the internet trying to do their part. But even that is trying, me trying to do something... And I'm, you know, I'm just trying to bring some awareness because I think it is crazy that so many people are just left to suffer in silence because we're not taken seriously and because doctors don't believe us and because you can't see it. What a ridiculous reason that is. You can't see it, so it's not real. No, not at all. And it goes the same for mental health, isn't it? You know, you can't see it and so people think it's not there and it's so not true. And it makes me so, so mad. And, you know, oh, it just drives me crazy. And, like, I've said this so many times in this episode already, but it is no wonder that so many of us suffer with our mental health when the way we're treated, the way, you know, our quality of life, it's absolutely... It's just horrible, and it's just disappointing in so many people. It's just disappointing on doctors' sides, on mental health professionals, on just anyone who funds whatever the media everything we need more coverage we need more people getting diagnosed we need just more support and everything and I don't think people realize that and I don't think it's I don't think it's put forward enough that the idea that people with chronic illness and chronic fatigue syndrome can suffer with mental health because I don't think people really think about it that much I don't think people go out of their way and think oh hey you know this person's stuck at home 24 7 Maybe maybe they're not doing so great mentally. You know, it's ridiculous because when we're in lockdown, 
everyone was reaching out, everyone was saying, hey guys, um, you know, if you need to talk, I'm here, um, and just like everything like that, and there were so many people advocating for mental health and mental health in isolation, and since, like, the world's got out of lockdowns, everyone's kind of just gone back to normal, like, oh, that was such a, that was, you know, such a crazy time, but I'm so glad it's over, but it's not over. It is not over for so many, many, many people in the world who suffer with chronic illness, who suffer with chronic fatigue syndrome, all these different things. And it's not even just like, you know, these normal chronic, like not, uh, that was the wrong word, not normal. Um, you know, mental people, people who are struggling with mental illnesses as well, who are locked away, isolated, everything like that. It's so serious and people aren't realizing. And like I said, since we got out of lockdown, everything's just gone back to normal. Everyone has just said, oh, that's such a shame that all happened. Anyway, let's carry on. No, let's let's stay here for a bit. Let's think. Because while you're out of lockdown, we're not. You know, we're still here. You've just left us in the dust, you know. For the time in lockdown, I felt not normal because the world wasn't exactly normal. But I felt like I wasn't missing out on anything. I felt like I was kind of part of everyone's life again because everyone was at home, everyone was living the same life as me sort of thing. Um, and then that kind of disappeared, you know? Um, it's just not great, you know? And it's just... It's ridiculous that no one takes this as seriously as it needs to be taken. People just kind of, like I said, have left it in the dust since lockdown. They've just moved on with their life and not give it a second thought to people that are still in this lockdown that just lasts their lifetime. So like I've said, you know, I've struggled with my mental health myself and, you know, like I said, it's no wonder being locked away and away from the world and misunderstood and people not understanding and everything like that, it is no wonder. Um, and if you have struggled with your mental health, you're not alone, you're never alone and it's, you know, it's okay to talk about, it's a good thing to talk about, it's a good thing to share how you feel, um, you know, you can never, you won't get help unless you ask for it, and you know, I've gone through that whole thing of, maybe someone will see me in a classroom looking like, like I'm just like completely alone, and they'll be like, hey, you're right, and they'll reach out, but everyone's too obsessed in their own world, aren't they, everyone's got their own things going on, and so people won't notice. So you've got to reach out, you've got to ask, which is scary and hard. But I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, you're not alone. Um, but yeah, and so I've gone through bad times. And, um, you know, it's like that whole thing of TikTok can predict and knows what's going on in your life. So when I'm going through my bad patches, my TikTok feed is just all this about loneliness and depression and suicide and all this different stuff that is just so depressing and everything and you know I'll save them to my um page on TikTok and I'll just keep re-watching them and re-watching them which is not good mentally like that is such a negative thing to do um but in a weird way I kind of get comfort in them which is then not good either <laughs> um and so there's a few different things that I do that to try and help when I'm feeling like this um, and different things will work at different times, so I just kind of do whatever feels right at the time. Um, and obviously these will work for different people. Different things work for different people, so these are just my ones, but, you know, different things will work for different people, as I said. Um, I've got this little um, folder in my photos on my phone, and it's this, like, video folder of TikToks and just stuff like that. And it's got little positive ones in, so I've got, like... Um, 
I can't remember her name now, Jazz, Jazz Fortune, I believe it is, and she, I love her page so much, um, oh, I love it so much, she's just got such good content, and she, it's just such an inspirational stuff, so I've just got some of her TikToks saved there, um, she's also friends with another TikToker whose page I absolutely love, now, I can't pronounce her second name, so it's, she's called Anna, um, and it's like Bonzo or something like that, um, but I absolutely love her page too, so I've got some of her TikToks saved and some Grey's Anatomy ones and different stuff like that. Just positive TikToks in general that kind of make me feel like, oh, okay, maybe I'm not alone and everything. And then it just kind of reminds me that it gets better. So I've got those saved in there. And they're just positive ones. And um, some of the, I can't remember her second name, but Spencer, who, I can't remember her second name, but she's iconic, she's amazing. And I've got one of her TikToks that she's like, um, manifesting works or something and in 2020 like for new years she wrote this whole list of things she wanted to do or something and it's just such a it's just such a nice one to go back to it's like you know nothing stays the same you know all this good stuff can happen in a year and so I just kind of keep it there anyway so yeah I've got that cute little tiktok folder thing on my phone which I go back to um also tiktok if you're listening why don't we ha why can't we have folders in saves like, you know all those saved videos you save on TikTok? Why can't we have folders? I need that in my life. Why can we not have folders? Sorry, that's a whole different topic. I could rant about that for ages. Um, another thing that I do sometimes to try and help with my mental health is I keep busy with school if I'm able to. Obviously, that's not always an option. If um, my chronic fatigue is really bad, then I can't, you know, obviously do school. And often I find that if my mental health is bad, my chronic fatigue will get bad, and if my chronic fatigue will get bad, often my mental health gets bad, so it kind of runs hand in hand, which is not helpful at all, um, but yeah, sometimes I'm able to stay up with school, sometimes I'm able to just kind of keep my mind on that, keep my mind going, um, another thing that is go out, see friends, go out like I did yesterday, and go get a hot chocolate or something, obviously, once again, not always an option, but um, when I can, I try to I try to get out, try and see someone or FaceTime someone. FaceTiming is a good option if I'm mentally able to, but if not physically, because I can do that from home. So that's quite a good one. Um, yeah, so obviously not always an option, but sometimes. Or um, I also watch comfort movies or comfort TV shows. Often they are Christmas ones like Nativity or Get Santa. Um, I can't wait to watch Get Santa. It is one of my favourite Christmas movies. I cannot wait. Um... And nativity. I watch nativity all year round though, so you know, just comfort movies or TV shows, really great ones. Um, they're just good comfort things that can kind of keep your mind busy, things you know, so you don't have to focus on them, so it doesn't have to worry about being tired and everything. So it's just kind of easy things going. Um, another thing that I found really helps for me is I message people on my Quantum Fatigue Instagram account. Um, and I don't always keep up with DMs on there, so normally, when my mental health or chronic fatigue or both are bad, um, I kind of get behind in messages and everything on my Instagram account, which makes me annoyed because I want to reply to people, but sometimes I just can't manage it, um, and so sometimes when I'm mentally not doing great, um, I'll just go through and reply to all these messages that I've got that I haven't been able to reply to, and it just, it, it reminds me that I'm not alone because normally when I'm struggling with my mental health it feels like I'm completely alone in the world and everything um and just doing that it reminds me that I'm not alone and it reminds me that there are other people just like me who also struggle and it also feels like I'm doing something positive it feels like I'm helping in a small way um 
and so that makes me, that always makes me feel better that does that really makes me feel better obviously I can't always do it because the reason I get behind in DM sometimes is because of my chronic fatigue because I can't manage it um so I can't always do that but when I can it just makes me feel so much better it makes me feel so much happier when I get a message or something of someone saying that I've um you know I they feel supported by my account or um you know they like my podcast or they like my tiktoks or they like my posts or anything like that it just makes my day um it just makes my day so much better so I love it so so much um and that that really really helps and it's just that sort of thing isn't it or I'll um don't judge me on this because I know it's like a 12 year old game or something but I love Roblox I find it just so entertaining and it's just such an easy thing to get your mind off just negative thoughts and everything and so I'll sit there and play like Rose Citizens or something like that or Pizza Place or whatever they whatever those games are I used to play them like full-on when I was a kid um now I just kind of play them because I'm bored and I want something to do and it's normally just decorating or getting money and stuff like that but I used to play properly when I was a kid and I used to love it and so now it's just kind of a comfort easy thing to go to when I'm tired and when I need something to do but I can't do schoolwork and can't meet up with friends and stuff like that so it's just such an easy thing to do or I play Minecraft or I play um, Sims 4 stuff like that just easy things and I just enjoy it but maybe gaming's not for you maybe you could do colouring maybe you could do reading um or one of my favourite comfort movies is Love, Simon I, I just love that movie with my whole heart and um, I I never read the book because I didn't even know there was a book until I had watched the movie. Um, and so I bought the audio book for it last week because reading isn't always an easy thing for me to manage because like tiredness and light, sound, light sensitivity means I can't always have bright lights on and then I can't read if I don't have the lights on. So it doesn't always work great. Um, so I was, I was like, I'll just get the audio book. That will work so much better. And so I've been listening to that this week and honestly I've enjoyed it so much. Um, yeah, it's been really, really good. So, you know, things like that, audiobooks, like keep your mind off things and just all sorts of stuff like that. I just think it's so helpful. Generally, generally um, when I'm struggling, I do things that kind of keep my mind going and try not to focus on what's going on at hand. And maybe that's not the right method. Maybe that's not what I should be advising because maybe you're meant to sit with your thoughts or whatever but for me that's what works um and obviously everyone will be different maybe you need to sit with your thoughts maybe you should write it down maybe all this different stuff I'm not really sure they're what that's what I do um but it is so normal to struggle with your mental health I'm not saying that it doesn't need to be you know don't need to speak to people it doesn't mean that you don't need help with it but I'm saying that you're not alone with it at all because I I don't speak about my own personal mental health a lot on my account yet um it's just something that I don't really do a lot but um one day I will one day I'll get into it but right now I kind of focus on chronic fatigue because that's what I'm more comfortable talking about personally um but one day I will be able to and then you know you'll hear about all these stories and all this different stuff that I've experienced but trust me when I say you're not alone you're you know there's so much that you don't see people struggling with um so you're really not alone and it's completely normal and oh it just frustrates me as you can tell by this episode that how lack of there's such a lack of media represent media representation and you know 
research and funding and everything like that into chronic illness people with mental illnesses and um you know the link between them and just chronic fatigue syndrome in general there needs to be more going on with that it makes me so annoyed because i never hear anything about it and there needs to be more there needs to be because there are so many people just flying under the radar thinking that there's something wrong but not getting answers and all this different stuff and it just annoys me so so much um as you can tell it um as my criminology teacher would say it's you know it's, I don't know, what does he say? It's something about fueling fire or fuels, thoughts of fire or something like that. I'm not really sure. Something about burning. Um, I, I don't know. But yeah, it's just, it annoys me so much and there needs to be more done. There's, oh gosh, there needs to be so much more done. But I'm just a person on the corner of their internet also guys oh you know what did happen this, yesterday i got to a thousand followers on my instagram on my chronic fatigue instagram account which is so 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 crazy to me because right i'm gonna do an instagram post on this anyway but i just want to talk about it here first it's crazy to me because on tiktok i think i've got like four thousand followers on that which is crazy on its own but tiktok it's easier to grow your followers it's easier for people to find your account on instagram it is harder and that's what makes it so crazy to me because Instagram is something that I never really thought would grow easily. I thought TikTok, sure, maybe. But Instagram, it's a, it's a thousand followers. You know, lots of people will say, oh, it's nothing, it's a thousand followers. It's crazy. It's a thousand people who have seen my account, seen my post and said, hey, I want to follow that. Because um, I've got my friends from school and everything on a different Instagram account. And I've never really tried to shout out my chronic fatigue Instagram account on that account because I don't want people to just to follow it because it's me. I don't want them to say, oh, look, it's Millie, let's follow it. I want them to follow because it's my content, you know? I don't want them just to follow because it's me. I want them to follow because they want to know about it, they want to hear about it, all this different stuff. And so to me, to majority of my followers, not know, not have known me in person, not have known me at all before this Instagram account means, it just means the world to me. It means so much to me that like so many people have said, I like your account, I'm going to follow it. You know, it's crazy to me. It's absolutely crazy. And it just means the world. So thank you so, so, so much. Yes, it's a thousand followers. Yes, it's not. I know it's not like a million. It's not like like 100k or anything. But it's a thousand and that's crazy to me. You know? Like, that's so many people. Imagine that in a building. Imagine a thousand people in a building and them all following you. Like, that's crazy. That's a ton of people. Like, what? That's crazy. Um, so, yeah. Thank you so much. It's it's just crazy to me. My my mind is blown. It's very exciting. Um, so, yeah. Thank you so much. Anyway, I'm going to go because I feel like I've talked a lot. And I don't know if I've made full, like, proper sense. So, you're you're going to be the judge of it. I, I hope it did. I hope it made sense. But also, it may have just been me being angry at the um doctors and government and everyone who's not doing enough <laughs> not doing enough research and everything so i don't i don't know but um yeah i hope i hope i made some sort of sense maybe someone found this entertaining that i was getting mad at the government i don't know anyway thank you so much um for listening i hope you did enjoy if you did remember i'm back here every wednesday with a brand new podcast episode here on the tired society um and i will see you guys all next wednesday
But yeah, thanks for listening. I hope you have a great week. You deserve it. You're doing amazing. I am so, so, so proud of you. Um, and you're never alone in any of this. If you ever want to chat, just DM me on my Instagram at quantifatigue underscore Millie. I love to chat. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you guys next Wednesday with a new brand new episode. Thanks for listening on this week's episode of the Tired Society. Bye, everyone.